Welcome to RNGG Off the Rails, a podcast where I get to talk about theme parks because I like talking about theme parks. My name's Cassidy, my pronouns are she and they. I'm Crash, my pronouns are they, them. Uh, and Crash is here. Yeah. Um, because of the thing that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Because it's easy for me to get a hold of Crash and we're already recording. Yeah, I, I have... I, I am available, we're <laughs> already hanging out, and um, I feel like I have a little bit of expertise in today's topic. Not the theme park side of things, but the other side of things. Uh, so first things first, I do need to say that I was originally planning on trying to do like a Halloween Horror Nights like, lore explainer, because there's so much lore to that that I even mm. I don't know, because I don't, I've never been to any of them, or keep, nor do I keep up with it, really. Mm. Um but I just did not take the. I did not make the time to do just so much research. Yeah, I. And when you were talking about preparing for that, it sounded like a lot. And I was well, like, because like I would have to like one, I'd have to pour through several wiki pages, uh, just by default, and then I'd probably want to watch like a lore explainer of myself just so I can mm-hmm. like get a sense of where to start and where to begin and how to format it all. And I might still do that next year. Um, who knows? But, like, you know, if people are interested, then I'll consider doing it. How about that? How about yeah. that, huh? <laughs> uh, but instead, we have uh, some news here. I want to be referring to the articles that were posted on OrlandoParkStop.com, uh, which is one of my go-to places for theme park news. And they do a great podcast. Shoutouts to Alicia Stella. Um. Anyways, first things first is I'll start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. October 6th, 2021. More than six years after announcing a partnership with Nintendo to bring new attractions to Universal theme parks around the world, Universal Studios Japan has announced they are partnering with the Pokemon Company to bring interactive experiences to the park. Uh, So far, it is only with Universal Studios Japan. Yeah. Um, And they haven't really said any... Here we have a quote here from uh, the president and CEO of Universal Studios Japan. Pokemon is beloved by fans around the world. We are honored to have a long-term partnership with the Pokemon Company while developing groundbreaking Pokemon entertainment at Universal Studios Japan for both Pokemon fans and our guests. The globally popular uh, Pokemon characters combined with the Universal's innovative approach to creating authentic and one-of-a-kind theme park entertainment promise excitement for the entire family. Our efforts to develop new guest experiences will continue to help and reinvigorate the tourism market. Um... And then Ishihara, from the Pokemon Company, has this to say. The incredible team at Universal Studios Japan have the creative vision and leading expertise in world-class theme park technology and imagine a uniquely Pokemon experience. For 25 years, Pokemon has curated a legacy of trend-setting innovation while becoming one of the most beloved entertainment brands in the world through video games, animation, and more. This strategic alliance with the Universal Studios Japan reflects our commitment to continuing to deliver the joy of Pokemon in ever-evolving ways for years to come. We are looking forward to the day when we can welcome fans from around the world to all enjoy it together. Um, so that, that was the original announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, first thing that they've officially announced that Pokemon will be evolved in. Yeah. Um, the first joint project is that Pokemon character, like Pokemon mascot characters, will appear in next year's spring parade that they start doing called the No Limit Parade. Mm-hmm. Uh, which will feature other characters as well, such as Mario, Elmo, the Minions, Hello Kitty, and Snoopy. No. <laughs> um, Universal Studios Japan has said that there are multiple projects relating to Pokemon underway, 
and that the one scheduled to debut in 2022 will only be the first. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, theoretically, they're saying that might mean that's the only thing that's happening next year for this stuff, but there might be more. Like, they're definitely Mm -hmm. planning on doing more. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, like, all of the previous rumors. I I recommend listening to um, the, the episode of Orlando Park Stop, uh, episode 37, Universal Rumors, where Alicia talks about some of the old previous rumors from before they even announced a Pokemon partnership, back mm. when the Nintendo partnership was the, the big news. Um, but, so we're going to talk about some ideas that we have about this, yeah. I think. I'm going to mm. send you a link here to the Universal Studios Japan map, uh, because there is not room to do a standalone expansion. Yeah. So we'd have to find ways to fit it in here and what those things might be. Also, I don't know what some of these things are, so I'd have to look them up. <laughs> Wait, Waterworld? Like... Yeah, there's a Waterworld stunt show. Oh, wow. There used to be one of those in uh, Universal Orlando, I think, too. Mm. Look, I'm not saying this just because I hate J.K. Rowling, but, but I do. But they should just tear down Harry Potter World and turn it into Pokemon area, and that'll be next to Nintendo stuff. They are, they actually are already tearing down a like old classic um Japan theme park somewhere. Or is it more of an amusement park, less of a theme park? Um, but it's the one that the first episode of Predicure was like there's a theme park in it and that theme park was based on this real life theme park. Mm. And they're tearing that down to build another fucking Harry Potter thing. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> Um, so yes, that is the theory. We can maybe get into that, um, as a thing they should do. Uh, Shrek 4D. That's probably, I don't know if the one in Japan is going to stay up, but the one in America is officially closing next year in January Mm. to make room for something else. Um, probably Minions related is the general consensus. Um, some people have suggested maybe getting rid of the Spider-Man ride in Universal Studios Japan for a Pokemon mm. thing. Mm, that, yeah, I could see that. Which would be a shame because it's one of the only two locations of the Spider-Man ride. Um, but, you know, these things mm. happen. Um, I don't know what some of these rides are, but I know like Backdraft seems like I don't know what that's doing there. Especially right. if it's like it's in between Minions and Jurassic Park. Or space fantasy, kind of looking like it's written in the Final Fantasy One North American NES yeah. co- box art cover. Font. Let me look that up. Let me look up space fantasy. The ride that's a roller coaster. Mm. It's a spinning coaster. I found a, a point of view video. Oh, I love this little animatronic during the pre-show. Oh, oh this is a creature that I love. By creature, I mean robot. Robots can be creature. It's true. Oh, there's a hologram. I'm going to take a minute and just watch this video while we talk, I guess. Because mm. it might be hard to see because it looks like it's in a dark room. Um, Okay, but maybe the best way to start would be coming up with ideas. I don't know. Because also they are like focusing on doing interactive experiences. Yeah, yeah. So um, I like how a lot of my point of reference these days is like, so you remember that Dragon Quest <laughs> theme park video that we watched? Yeah, that incredibly cool thing. <laughs> like, honestly, I think something like that, but with Pokemon could be really interesting. 
Hey, uh, Space Fantasy the Roller Coaster looks like a cooler version of Space Mountain. You know what? And honestly, good for them. It's um, a lot of colorful lights instead of just being nothing but darkness. And also you can spin around. <laughs> um, okay, so here's what I was thinking is like, you do like, um, uh, you get, you let people choose their starter and you cycle the starters depending on like what season it is in, in the real life. Right. So like the beginning of the year you do Canto and then like, uh, you know, spring you do Jot and you just kind of like cycle through the gens and then you like you've got a a augmented reality buddy that like you interact with like certain attractions with and like maybe it's got the like pokemon go combat so you're like you know swiping through bubbles and choosing like fast and quick attacks and blocking and stuff like that I definitely think just having, like, Pokemon Go, like, stops and stuff put around the park would be an easy way to do it. Mm. Um, and I don't know, maybe having, like, little, like, in-world stations, like, like in, like, real-life stations that you can see that look like the things in the game, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like, you just see, like, the, the floating blue spinner sign that's got the Pokeball symbol in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, so I did look up Space Fantasy. Apparently, Space Fantasy the ride placed their E.T. ride. Oh, okay. And every now and then they they put VR in it to promote other stuff. Hmm. Interesting. Clearly they should just ask Curious George for Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, I don't know what's popular over there, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, that that's an extremely um, a fair point. And also, like, I think we're mostly here just to talk about, like, what they could do with Pokemon here. I think I think you could maybe do some sort of stunt show. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know how popular Waterworld is. There must be a reason that it's still there, you know? Yeah, yeah. But like otherwise that'd be a great place to put it in between Jurassic Park and Nintendo World. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like obviously you could have just like a food stand of some kind, maybe. Mm-hmm imagining like a, a bread or like a pretzel that's shaped like a pikachu head mm-hmm uh there's just a a slow poke tail that's just like a turkey leg you can nosh on i imagine the slow poke tail would actually be like a sweet treat of some kind like a pastry mm. <laughs> a cream filled pastry instead of bone where you see the bone on the outside that's actually cream <laughs> And then, like, the the part of the tail is a different color that's, like, chocolate-dipped. Mm-hmm. Like, white chocolate. That's what I think. I think I think it's true, and you should you should say it. Alright, I gotta know what this Backdraft ride is. Sorry. Um, Backdraft USJ. Oh, it's a, it's a thing that shows you how they do all the, the pyrotechnic effects and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like how the, uh, the Twister ride was. So, maybe not that. Mm-hmm. Although, who knows? You could do, like, a special effects thing. It'd be, like, a stunt show, but specifically all special effects, and that'd be good for if you just wanted to try to do Pokemon stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They have special event facilities. That's probably where they put, like, the, the limited event things. Like, stage 13 and stage 18. Mm-hmm. On this map. Yeah. That's where Hello Kitty AR went. <laughs> um, let's see. I mean, I feel like that's, like, the easy stuff, right, that we've already mentioned, of, like, mm. things you could stick around are, like, 
Pokemon Go integration foodstuffs. Um, maybe hide some, like, Pokemon around the park for, like, photo ops or something, like a scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, there's a little Pikachu statue hidden behind this zone. Go look in the woods over here, you'll see uh, an Apom hanging from a tree. Yeah, yeah. I'm... I don't know, I just keep thinking of, like, because, I don't know, like, I think it'd be fun to have, like, Pokemon Go integration, but also for there to be, like, theme park-specific Pokemon raising and battling going on, instead of just, like, you know, rolling in with your perfect IV, shiny Charizard or Metagross or whomever that you, you know, did a community day event for in Pokemon Go, it's more of, like, yeah, this is your buddy for the day, and, like, you're gonna do a couple of battles and, you know, walk around the park with them. You know, like... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm imagining... Uh, I have an idea for something that's, like, similar, and that might hit some of the stuff you want from that, but different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, a Pokemon League building of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could just be, like, a hosting place for just, like, I don't know, they could have on... St- I don't know if if you'd want to have on-staff gym leaders for, like, video game or card game stuff. Mmm. Um, but at the very least, you could have, like, tournament things there. Yeah. So I feel like having on-staff gym leaders is a hard thing of trying to manage, like, alright, well, you don't want to have someone who'll just, like, beat everyone up. But also you don't mm. want to have someone who's going to be a pushover for everyone. Right. And also you'd have to be paying them. And they'd have to know what they're doing. <laughs> And I think that's why it would be kind of fun if it was, like, essentially, like, fixed Pokemon that you could use for the park, because then it'd be easier to gauge how strong the boss fights need to be that are to make them fun, but, like, not completely, like, worthless. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you could have it just be, like, AI stuff again, too. Mm. Um, and have it just, like, run on a, like... Because, like, again, I haven't been to Japan, I don't know the popularity of these things, but I know there have been several arcade games that are just, like, you have NFC chips and stuff. Mm-hmm. That you, like, use to carry things around, so maybe having something like that for the park. Um, yeah. You check in, you have this, and you take it to... It's, like, a rental Pokemon that maybe it doesn't even... Or maybe if it levels up, it's, you know, it levels up statically after every gym fight or something. Right, because, like, there is... There is, like, a sense of progression in the the Dragon Quest part, but it's very, like... Simplified. Yeah, and, like, you know, you're you're collecting coins for gear, where I feel like for here it'd be, like, um, hold items. Yeah, or, like, keeping... I think most of it would be just making sure you have type advantage stuff. Mmm. Um, so maybe it's like, alright, alright, so you start with a starter. You come in, you go into, like, a little, uh, you stop by the Pokemon League building. Mm-hmm. And then just throughout the park, there are, like, little, like, TV stations that are just, like, this is the water gym. This is mm-hmm. the fire gym, etc. Yeah. So you just walk up onto them, you tap your NFC chip, your Pokemon's there, you do a very short, simplified Pokemon fight. Mm-hmm. You get a stamp from the the attendants to put in your, your League booklet, and... When you beat them all, you get uh, a fast pass to <laughs> a ride. Mm. <laughs> or something. Or just, like, cards. Yeah. Okay, but if we did get to 
just entirely get rid of Harry Potter, though. Mm. Um, but you have to like keep the existing framework of there's a roller coaster and then there's like a dark ride. I'm assuming that's like the dark ride from uh, Universal Orlando, where it's like a crane that you're on the edge of and you're like sweeping between like a mixture of screens and uh, occasional props. Yeah, yeah. Um, with like a little shopping area to the front of it. Mm-hmm. How would you theme it? What are we theming this as? Uh, the dark ride is Lavender Tower. Okay, I was thinking Mewtwo Strikes Back. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's a lot. I what I feel like the difference between our two pitches is one of them is what I would want, and one of them is what would be appeal to the masses. <laughs> Plus, like, if you're being carried around on things, you could have it just be like, all right, we just shove some purple lighting here and there, and it's like you're being telekinesis around. Mm. I mean, visually, it being Lavender Town with Pokemon Tower, like, where the castle is, would be a good, like, design. Mm. And the right just... could just still be something different. Yeah, I just don't think that if you're not doing the whole area as, like, bits of kanto then it'd be weird as the that big be- lavender town yeah yeah like i feel like they would want to do other stuff or even like they could do the oh oh instead of a castle it could be a skyscraper one of the skyscrapers from detective pikachu Ooh, a detective pikachu area would be very good yeah because then you're it's a specifically a movie tie-in uh you still um, have mewtwo you still have mewtwo um, and you get Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, and you get, like, all of the shops that they showed, like, art for, but never, like, really expanded upon. Mm-hmm. That's easy. Mm-hmm. Um, what would the roller coaster be? The little kitty hippogriff ride? Um, maybe it's that portion where, in Detective Pikachu, where you're, like, escaping, uh... They're, like, escaping the research facility, and, like, all the ground is getting, like, torn up. Oh, so it's just the like, giant Torteros, yeah. Yeah, so you're just kind of, like, on, like, uneven, like, terrain, just kind of riding around, like, between the trees and stuff like that. Mm. I think other thing we consider is, like, something like uh, Suicune or something, like, one of those fast beast creatures. Mmm. Or just, like, I don't know, like an Arcanine or something. Mm. Oh, so they are going to be doing the Donkey Kong expansion. I think that will probably be the last of their expansion land, probably. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. That's set to be in 2024, I think, is the Japan one. Yeah. Which by then, maybe the uh, maybe Universal's Epic Universe <laughs> will be out. Will be mm. open. Such a silly name. Um... All right. I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about? What would you theme? Just like if you got to put an expansion that was just standalone Pokemon, but we weren't just retheming a small plot of land. Oh, keep in mind it still needs to probably just be about the size of Super Nintendo World, where you're not getting all uh-huh. of space. But I think it'd be cute to do like maybe like Battle Frontier from Gen Three, because I feel like they have a lot of like good building shapes. Hmm. Like, I guess not just specifically Gen 3, but Emerald. I was thinking, now that you just mentioned the Battle Frontier, what about, like, the uh, the Battle Zone from uh, Gen 4? Yeah, no, exactly. 
Because, like, that already has, like, themed buildings, one of which is themed around attra- uh, attraction rides. Mm-hmm. And then I think if we did, like, one of those things that was, like, the Dragon Quest Park, it would just be, like, small, very, very small scale, just all of Kanto, probably, right? Uh-huh, yeah, like, there really wouldn't be, like, the roots would be extremely just, like, you know, maybe, like, 30 yards of walkway between all of the air quotes cities. Yeah, like each each city would be about the size of one of those, like, fake safety town things that they have at, like, playgrounds sometimes. Mmm, yeah. <laughs> Alright, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'm out of thoughts other than that. I feel brief. Yeah. I don't know, I feel like there's just a lot of fun stuff you could do with Pokemon in a vacuum, but I feel like trying to fit it into the existing park is where some of the challenges come in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, like, I, I, I'm I yeah I'm like I want the kind of like enclosed Pokemon experience for the parks, but I also do think that like you know f- extra like Pokemon Go integration could be cool, or like even like maybe like connectivity with like your Switch games would be fun. I don't think uh, if only Street Pass was still a thing. Well, Pokemon Bank is a thing, and that's on your phone. Yeah, so you could get event Pokemon from a theme park. Mm-hmm. Get um universal uh logo Pikachu. Well oh, sorry. Universal logo hat Pikachu. <laughs> Specifically. USJ Pikachu. Mm-hmm. It looks like the Palico from Monster Hunter wearing the the Uniqlo hat. <laughs> well it's like all the, the Pikachu's wearing the a- Ashes hat from Gen 7. Mm-hmm. But it's just universal. Go instead of Ash's uniform from the anime. Good, smart. I've, I've got I've got a mind of a master. <laughs> to be a master. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I didn't actually see it. Maybe if there is space behind New York, that's where you could put like a Detective Pikachu zone. Hmm. I don't think there is space back there, but if there was, that would be a good place to put it. Especially if you are gonna. Or, like, putting more of that stuff there, especially if you are getting rid of the Pokemon, or the Spider-Man ride. Yeah. Could maybe be something. Again, I think you should just get rid of Harry Potter before you're the Spider-Man ride, but that's just mm-hmm. personal preference, I guess. Universal Studios, get, get, take J.K. Rowling out of the Epic Universe Park and replace it with Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like, Universal, just say trans rights and, and do this for us. Just put Sylveon all over the the new park and... Yeah, it's like Sylveon and Pikachu. This has got to be Pikachu, but like the other. (laughs) And like the people who know will know and the people who don't will just think it's cute, you know? Yeah. All right. um, I can't really think of anything else. I think I've said my piece. I I thought I would have had more to say than I do. But aside from just like trying to build a Pokemon theme park from the ground up, which is a different thing, I think, than what we're doing now. Hmm. Um. So instead, oh, I did notice on that map actually that they have the Universal Monsters Rock and Roll Show, which I'm guessing is probably a lot like the Beetlejuice Graveyard Review, but without Beetlejuice. Oh God, yeah. Which also doesn't exist anymore, at least mm. not in uh, Orlando. Shame. Oh, oh, oh! And I should also say because I, I told someone else this, not on a podcast. 
But uh, what I previously mentioned on the last thing we did here, we were talking about things that could replace the Wizarding World in Epic Universe. Mm. Um, and uh, I mentioned that, oh, one of the rides that they had planned for that probably isn't going to even come there because it might be replacing the Fear Factor section in Universal Orlando. Mm. Well, they've officially announced that the Fear Factor thing is closing in Universal Orlando. Hmm. It'll never be. It will not be reopening. They have papered over the sign. Do you have something to do with Fear Factor? Yeah, he was the host of Fear Factor. Oh, he was on TV before his podcast. Huh. Did not know that. Did not watch Fear Factor. I really liked that show actually when I was younger. The thing that people should watch is the Universal Orlando's Horror Makeup Show. Mm-hmm. That's a good show. That is still there at Universal Orlando. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I guess we should sort of end it up here. Um, you can find this podcast feed on Twitter at uh, Digital Cryptids. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to tell us anything, you can just like message us i guess i don't know if dms are open on that twitter account and if they're not just message me my dms mm-hmm. aren't open but you can request to dm me i think i don't know what my dm settings are on my public account but it's sure. fine I'll, I'll take all your theme park questions and comments <laughs> if you want to get a hold of me you probably already know how to get a hold of me is my general thought on people who listen to my podcasts mm-hmm I I feel similarly at this point. And if you don't, maybe that's for the best. <laughs> uh, and then Crash, where can you be found specifically? Oh, I'm on Twitter at Daphne Oliver XIV. You can find me there posting screenshots of my Final Fantasy XIV avatar. All right. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Madlobotanist. It's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. And my website, which is madlobotanist.neocities.org. Um, I think about theme parks a lot. I don't know if I tweet about them as much as I think about them, but I sure do think about them. Mm-hmm. This is something I do know about you. I still... Okay. Let me pitch this idea for something I can do with this podcast. And you don't have to be a person who participates in it, but I just want to pitch it here so that way you hear it and everybody at home hears it. Mm-hmm. Um, taking something like our RNGG topic list um, and doing like three or four episodes with someone else where each episode we are given a uh, like before each episode we are given each given a different topic off the topic list and we have to come up with a theme park land based around that. Ooh, okay. And then at the end we have a full theme park of like six lands and a hub. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. And that's something we have to like know beforehand and actually think about first. Mhm. Uh maybe taking some of the stuff off here. Um, I don't know if we could do a law-themed <laughs> theme park land, mm-hmm. but who knows? Honestly, most of this is probably still doable, looking at it. Romance yeah, might yeah. be a little iffy. School might be a little iffy. But Virtual Pet also... Virtual Pet and voca- Vocabulary we could maybe do something with. Mm. Kid Zone. Anyways. Um, if you're interested in that concept, let me know so that way I know that people are interested in that concept, and then I'll put more mm-hmm. time into thinking about it. Um, that's that's the requirement. If you want me to do a thing, tell me you want me to do the thing, and then I'll think about doing it. Mm. That's how me doing podcast works, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
the exception to that being RNGG, because I just wanted to do that anyways. Mm-hmm. Alright, um, but until the next one of these we ever end up doing, please keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle. Stay hydrated. That was the thing you said before. <laughs> really? Yeah, because you were talking about <laughs> how the last time you went to a theme park you got super dehydrated. Because <laughs> I was drinking. Yep. <laughs> That I remember you saying. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm glad.